10 minutes it is after 8 p.m. Now uh, we are going to take a look at the Abantu Book Festival. It's back again this year. It's known as uh, South Africa's uh, biggest book festival for uh, black readers and writers. It certainly is uh, the, uh, uh, I must say, you know, the, the most prominent a literary experience for uh, black people here in South Africa. It's going to take place this year from the 5th to the 8th of December at the Aya to Lifestyle Center uh, in Soweto in Mfulo. And uh, the entry is a 20 rand and uh, the likes of Brazek uh, Samda are going to be there. Basatsana Kumalo recently released her memoir titled Basi, My Journey of Hope is going to be there as well. Egyptian-American journalist Mona El-Tahawi, a Nigerian-American author Chris Abani, Professor Pumla Kola, uh, Dr. Tlalingmu Fuking, so many of uh, uh, the uh, personalities that are crucial to the literary public life of uh, all of us are going to be there. And uh, it's the Abantu Book Festival, and I'm joined now on the line by uh, the uh, author and founder of the festival. He's joining me all the way from Ekapa, uh, Tando Mkolozana. Tando, good evening to you. Mshaka Zwamgunjan. And good evening to all your listeners. Um, I'm listening to you doing this summary and I'm like, I don't need to do this. You've been in my mail, you know, when we were starting, um, I, I just lost my train of thought there. I was saying, you know, I remember going to the first Abantu uh, and I couldn't recall which year it was because then I would have said, I you know, it's, it's you. the fourth or the fifth installment. You. Yes, yes, yes. This installment is going this is the fourth edition. So we started in 2016 in wow. December, 2016. Wow. Wow. Tando. For some of the people who might not be familiar with the journey to even that first Abantu Book Festival, what informed this? I mean, I recall at the time that, you know, this in many ways was born out of necessity and even out of a certain angst with the white literary space. Um, yeah. And uh, from that, I guess, came something beautiful. Okay. So listen, Ibonga, you will need to stop me when I articulate this because I can go on for okay. a bit. All right. But... Um, so this year is the 11th year of my publishing life. My mm. first book was published 11 years ago. And in that duration, you know, we would be invited to literary festivals. And as black writers, we'll end up in some corner, the few of us always thinking, hey, we don't fit in this thing, man, yes? <laughs> oh, <yeah>. And <laughs> we need to do something about it, mm. you know? And what maybe I should say is that um, that thought for me, when I was alone, I thought, no, man. The people that I write about and I write for, who are black people who come from villages and townships where I come from, hardly ever have access to my work, mm. if at all. Mm. And I thought, this is not right. I cannot let this continue. Because you know what happens, Abonga? You know, you get invited. Uh, when you have a new book, get invited, to, and you are on Morning Live. Yes, Your yes, village yes. is very excited. Hey, Tando is, you know... <laughs> to go and watch the closest TV just to see where, where's this guy. Uh. Right, but they, uh. but they don't have access to the work. Sure, so sure. that's the one thing. The other thing is, we've got libraries... Um, now in the country, we did not have libraries in the black communities previously because of colonization, obviously, mm, right? Mm. Uh, we have no literary activity that was actually official um, in those black communities. Uh, it was suppressed. This is why our writers were exiled and banned and so on. And now we do have libraries, but when you go to those libraries, a very strange thing happens. When you walk into a library in a township, there's a small section called African literature. Yeah. 
But if you think about being in China or the South Americas or America, or you, you will never find something like that because the mainstream literature would be of that place, would be of that continent. And in South Africa, we've got that. The same with, with bookstores. If you want to buy a, a book as a black person, you have to jump high fences. And I thought, no, this needs to end. Mm. And the decision that I made was I would go to the festivals that I was, I was, I was invited to, and I would make the declaration that I'm quitting the entire colonial literary establishment as it exists because I want to give myself an opportunity to find out what is possible in the black community. Mm. I did not want to have both my legs on you know on other side, which I I'm still here, but I'm trying to know. I wanted to give myself no chance but to succeed mm. in making this work because this was my life. My you know, you know, life. you know what that reminds me of. Uh, what do they call it? Those Spanish guys they used to teach us about in history who who went to Latin America, and when they got to the sea, they said, "You know what? Uh, uh, so yeah. that we make sure that if we don't conquer the indigenous people here, uh, then there's no way for us to go back. Uh, and I think, yeah. you know, maybe it's probably not the best example, but I, I, I guess that's the image that came to my mind, that you were saying there isn't a plan B. Uh, it's either we make this you no. know, black literary, literary experience uh, work and become sustainable and viable, or, or we do nothing. Yes. So, I mean, that, so that was the approach, and I was completely amazed by their reaction. So what I did, I did a crazy thing. So I've got Facebook followers, so I put out a status which was supposed to be a press release from the 13th Abantu Book Festival. The year is 2003, <laughs> and I'm thanking everyone for attending and supporting. And the crazy readers that I have, they were like, oh, no, we were there. We enjoyed it. Thank you so much. And I called it Abantu Book Festival. And they said, imagine ourselves into existence. They were mm. like, oh, yes, that's us. And from that, I decided, you know what, I'm going to make a a funding proposal out of this. And I did. And we had Abandu Book Festival in 2016. Mm. It was a big success. 2017, it grew even bigger. 2018 was just, oh my goodness. There was a stampede last year. People mm. rushing to see a writer. And I'm like, okay, we know this about musicians. Sure, but a sure. writer. Right, so it's been such a success. It's 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 over exceeded any of my expectations. It keeps growing. I'm very excited. We're mm. in our fourth edition next year. We're gonna make it a really big deal because it's it's five years. And the plan, I have one. Maybe just to take this forward. The plan sure, sure. is, I would like to replicate it in other black communities. Mm. I would like to take this to Mtanfane, to Langa, to Mashu, to Linyenye, sure. where it is actually needed the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Tando, for me, there's nothing fascinating in uh, the uh, festivals I've managed and had the fortune and privilege to attend uh, than to see that, you know, in many ways, this is, you know, a, a literary experience for the black family. I mean, you see people of all yeah. ages. I remember, I think it was last year when uh, you did, I guess, the, the characteristically African thing of setting up a tent there, uh, close to the, where the old uh, AA2, um, uh, AA2 cinema, uh, uh, cinema used to be. Um, and yeah. even that tent was filled to the brim uh, with yeah. uh, black people. And it really, I guess, put paid to this assertion that, uh, you know, African people don't read or African people aren't interested in literary contributions to humanity because uh, what you have done here, um, uh, really from humble beginnings, is to be able to put 
uh, an experience like that together that says Natisiapala. We also have uh, these forms of uh, written expression and literary expression, and you know this is what we can bring to the world. I mean, so so there are two things that I want to say to that. Mm. The one thing is when I set up Abandu Book Festival, I I did not realize just how many black people were writing. Sure. Every single day, our email account has got someone new who says, "Hey, I've written a book. Mm. Hey, I'm writing a book." You know, and and every year we invite about sixty people. We probably repeat, you know, about four or five of them, like Pumla Gola, Lebu Mashile, Grinamthobe, uh, who really embody the spirit of the thing, and that is necessary. But the rest of the people that we invite, we rotate them, they are new every, and I'm amazed each time. Yeah. So that's one thing. The other thing was, in 2017, I remember in the morning, we had just opened, and there was a lady who was pushing a pram and had a baby in the pram. I saw when she was coming through, and then she went straight to the bookstore. Hardly 10 minutes later, she was coming out. The baby was now on her back, and the pram was full of books. And she came to me and said, listen, I'm going back home to drop these books. I didn't realize just how many books I was going to buy. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to drop the books, put the baby back on the pram, and then come back here. If you ever suggested to someone like that that black people are not interested in reading, I mean, Ibonga, we sell over 6,000 books in just four days. It may not look like a lot, but it's quite a lot if you think about it. And people at Abantu don't just come and buy, you know, the one book of the one author that you were interested in. No. Here is where you find all of the books that you may have wanted to read you may have tried to search for but could not find elsewhere. So we have busted the myth of pe- black people's interest in literature and literary activity mm. and art and intellectualism and all of that. Sure. Completely, we don't even talk about that. It's out of the yeah, way now. Yeah, yeah. We needed something like this to, to address such mm. a, the, the myth. Yeah. Tando, I want us to pause here for a second and uh, we're going to take a quick spot break and uh, also invite some of our listeners here to weigh in on our conversation. They might have questions for you about uh, what cool. uh, this uh, festival has in store this time around and uh, or even, I guess, questions about how they can bring uh, similar literary experiences to their own communities. And we'll take some of those calls on 089-110-3377. Also going to check out those tweets on at MetroFMSA. Use the hashtag MetroFMTalk at MetroFMSA uh, and, and the hashtag is MetroFMTalk. We continue with the author and the founder of the uh, Abantu Book Festival, Tandom Kolozana, and uh, we're talking to him uh, about uh, this uh, seminal, uh, I guess, feature in the calendar of black life, and uh, it's happening uh, from the 5th right through to the 8th of December at the Eyetu Lifestyle Center in Soweto. 24 minutes it is after 8 p.m. Uh, we are talking under our Culture Talk segment uh, uh, on this uh, Thursday. We bring to you this uh, segment every Thursday, and uh, we uh, profile and uh, take uh, shape and aim at uh, some of the um, initiatives, events, uh, people, um, and uh, you know collectives that are really uh, moving our culture forward. And uh, my guest today and the Abandu Book Festival certainly falls in within that c- category. And uh, I'm joined by the founder of the festival and uh, an author in his own right, uh, Tandom Kolozana. And uh, Tandom, before we went to the break, I guess we were talking and uh, you were sharing some experiences here of 
you know, uh, the kind of volumes that you move, the experience that we have. Uh, and, uh, you know, for some of the people who might have never interacted with it, you know, there's also cultural elements to it. There's music, there's documentary making, there's clothes, yes. uh, there's crafts. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, just talk to me, I guess, about that value chain. Because, you know, increasingly, I think the more you go into this, the more you would probably have an interest in playing in other segments. One of those being publishing yourselves. I mean, if you're going to be moving 6,000 volumes, well, why don't you just become a publisher? Yeah, so um, one of the things that I decided from the get-go about Abantu Book Festival mm. was that although it is a book festival, we will embrace all forms of storytelling. Sure. Because storytelling um, does not come to us only through text. Mm. I mean, my memory of stories is my grandmother and radio, right? Some of the best books that I have read... I have never held physically. I had listened to them on radio calls mm. back mm. in the day. I guess I'm revealing my age now also. <laughs> but we decided we're going to embrace all forms of storytelling. So uh, unlike many festivals that we have, um, some of the permanent features we have at Abandu Book Festival are film screening. Um, I remember that in 2017, we screened Weenie, the documentary, and like a crazy thing happened. Like we, we had a lineup of films and people will go and watch the film and then they'll say, you know what, I'm coming back. They go and fetch their friend and say, Stella will rewind. We want to we wanna see that one again. <laughs> and they watch this movie over and over and over again. Um, this year, um, Ibonga, we are bringing uh, the pieces I am on Toni Morrison's life, wow. which is not out yet. Mm. And I think that's a really big deal. She passed away this year. Yes. And she's a real big cultural figure in the world, black cultural mm. female feminist figure in the world. Without so, a doubt. Without a doubt. So, so film screening is, is, is one of those features. Last year we did something on Sarah Batman, but we also do other interesting things. Photography is a big part of that. Mm. Um, we will photograph every session. Like, if you have not seen yourself in Abandu photographs, I shame. <laughs> 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 and then we also but do... <laughs> <laughs> so we also do other things, like we, we bring food. So mm. we provide food and we don't provide sandwiches at night. We give you plate food mm. because if I have to provide food yes. for you. And yeah. that's a really big thing. I mean, interestingly about that, I was in Berlin with a couple of Nigerian writers. They were like, listen, let's talk about the amount of food just a bit. I'm like, <laughs> you know, it's... <laughs> It's such a big thing. There's photography, there is dance. Mm. Um, we What we do is we'll take a book and give it to dancers and say, read this book and then do an interpretation mm. in dance wow. of this novel. Wow. And they come and do that. There's music, so every night uh, we'll have music. I will not tell you of the big, big, big musician we have at the opening night mm. this year on the 5th of December. But we do music every night and on Sundays when we close, we finish with a mini musical wow. um, um, concert. And the, then the reason why I'm putting music in the fringes is that this could 
easily be drowned out by music because music pours out of my radio, out of the TV, mm. everywhere. But books don't. Yeah. So we'll make musicians, no matter how big they are, we'll make them the curtain raisers to the literary stuff. So it's really a cultural movement more than it mm, is a mm, book festival. Mm. The book remains the catalyst thing sure, at the center, sure. but it is a full range of experience to a point that there are people who go to Abandu Book Festival not necessarily to listen to discussions or buy books, but they go for the spirit mm. of the thing, yeah. which cannot be, it's not tangible, you cannot capture it. And I will not take credit for it because I also think that it's the people, it's the black people who go there who bring that spirit mm, uh, mm. to Abandu Book Festival. Definitely, definitely. Now, Tando, uh, we are talking earlier on about you know the, the, your own intentions of taking this into other spaces. I've got a tweet here coming through from Usiabonga, and he says uh, he started a group called The Inquisitive Minds, and the aim there is to encourage reading and writing. And uh, he says, yeah, black people do read out there, and uh, uh, he wants uh, to... Con- and uh, you had said you want to connect in other places. He is in Benoni and would really love to be part of this experience. And I think uh, maybe he shares the sentiment of many other people who might be asking themselves, not only for this uh, edition, but even future editions, how do they get involved? How do they uh, lend a hand financially uh, with their time and uh, through other means and open other doors uh, for this uh, really important uh, part of black public life? So we appreciate those sentiments and we knew that um, that there are many, many people like us out there. Uh, We just happened to be the ones who did something about it first. Mm. And so we always embrace people who are coming forward to say, you know what, I would like to come and exhibit uh, books from the Eastern Cape that are written by independent authors that you will not find in bookstores will embrace that. People in other different languages and so on. So people can just email us and say, this is the idea, this is what I would do, and um, and we'll engage with them. But what I really, really do encourage Ayabonga, because um, there's also opportunistic tendencies out there. Mm. Just because there's a book festival, you just say, hey, I want to be part of this thing, ma'am. You don't even know what it is. <laughs> so what I always encourage, Buti, please just, if you hear about this, it excites you, go and attend and see what it is mm. and see how you can be involved. So sure. that when you talk to us, you are speaking from an informed position, mm. right? So we welcome all of those ideas. We welcome... And and we want to reach out to those people. If we had money, we would be able to connect with all of those people throughout the year so that we can nurture and facilitate the culture of reading um, in those specific communities that they're in that we're mm. not able to reach at the moment. Sure. Um, but obviously that means having a bit, a bit of money to do that and so on. But um, maybe I should just return to your original question, mm. maybe the question before this, I don't think I answered it properly. Uh, you talked about publishing. Yes. So the idea I have on here is we don't just want to have a book festival in Soweto, obviously. We want the land that produces the trees on that which books. That, yeah. that makes the papers on which books are printed. Oh, yes. We want the whole value system that is not based on notions of coloniality, mm. that is based on values of appreciating the condition of blackness. So that is where the Abandoned Dream is going. So mm. what I did last year was 
um, maybe not not even last year. When I said I was leaving the the colonial literary system, I already had three books published, and I I bought my books back to have the full rights of those, mm. so that I can publish them myself. Sure, and I have published them under Abantu Publishing. Last year, we launched for the first time Abantu Bookstore, which sold books at the festival. So now this thing has got three entities. There's publishing, there's bookstore, Mm. and then there's festival. And the idea with bookstore is to sustain it throughout the year and see if we can replicate it and, Mm. you know, take it to other provinces. And with publishing, you know, this might interest you. I'm looking for... I want us to have a quieter moment as literature. Mm. You know, <laughs> I want us to have a literary quieter because wow. I think that there is there are voices that Ish, have man. not been yes and break those so anyway, kind of boundaries. Yo, 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 yo. Yes, so so that's, <laughs> so that's the idea at the moment, and I wanna I wanna do it the adult way and not just rush things. Mm. Let's mm-hmm. do it properly. Let us have Abandoned Book Festival. Let it have values and principles. Let it have a following. And then we attach publishing to it and say, okay, how can we attach literature and publish literature that looks like Abandoned Book Festival, that sounds, mm-hmm. that vibrates mm-hmm. like Abandoned sure. Book Festival, and have it for the next 20 years? The same, therefore, with bookstores, sure, with bookstores, sure. because we don't want to have a bookstore that is just going to be sitting uh, CBD, Cape Town, and uh, Santin. Mm. We want to have an idea of what would be a vibrant book store in Soweto, in mm. Blasi. So those are the ideas. Sure, That's the sure. vision going okay. forward. Tando, we'll have to leave it there. But it's happening from the 5th right through to the 8th of December. Entry is 20 Rand. Uh, A2 Lifestyle Centre. Anything else you'd like to add uh, to some of the people there uh, who are going to be t- attending this? Thank you so much. We invite all black people to come to Soweto. It doesn't matter if you don't live in Gauteng. Book your flight. Book your hotel come to Abandoned Book Festival. We've got exciting, exciting names. We've got Mona Altahawi doing the keynote address this year. We've got Zeksinda, Basitane Kumalo, and we've got people that you may not have known about before that you may actually fall in love with mm. when you meet them. And we invite about 60 authors, most of them South African, but many of them also from the continent, diaspora. It's a rich experience. It's an experience that if you experience once, mm. you want to have it again and again and again. Tanom Golozan, thank you very much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Ayabonga. That there was Tandom Kolozana. He's the founder of the Abantu Book Festival, uh, the fourth iteration of which is happening between the 5th and the 8th of December in Mfulo, in Soweto, A2 Lifestyle Center, entry 20 Rand. You don't want to miss this one. It's uh, certainly a mind-blowing literary experience, and I can assure you they haven't paid me for me to say that, uh, but uh, having attended uh, right through from the first one, I can assure you that uh, this is something that you really, really uh, don't want to miss. Uh, that there was Tandrum Kolozana, the founder of the festival and also an author in his own right. And that was our Culture Talk.